My next guest is the founder of The Core Company and a certified business coach. She helps entrepreneurs build success through storytelling in their business. Please welcome Stephanie. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Stephanie. How are you? I'm so excited. I am so good and so excited for this. I have been so looking forward to this on my calendar, so I'm really happy that we're doing it. Yay! So tell us more about CORE. What is it? Who does it help? What's the mission, the vision? Give us all the details. Yeah, absolutely. So I started the core company after a 10-year corporate career where I was serving um, as the communications director for executives. And so I loved what I did. I love. I am a communications fanatic. I just love <laughs> understanding how people, you know, make connections and build relationships through communication. And so I thought, you know, I've done this as a corporate career. Now it's time to really take it out on my own and do this for other other people and serve a wider audience. And so I created the core company and my mission within this business is to help others build success through better storytelling. And what I found, you know, creating this company is that there's a lot of people who feel really passionate. You know, they know what they do, like the back of their hand, they're a subject matter expert, but when it comes to articulating their thoughts and ideas around their business, they struggle. Um, You know, whether it's in their website or in conversations with clients, they can't seem to just build up the confidence to create those connections. And so I created this business to help them. You know, I want people to feel so comfortable, so confident, you know, doing things like this, right? Getting on podcasts, Mm -hmm. talking about what you do, helping, you know, figure out how you can serve others and feel good doing it. Because if you own a business or, you know, you have a leadership role, like you should feel good, right? You created Mm -hmm. that for a reason. And so it is my mission to help people feel really confident talking about what they do and building their business through storytelling. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) I just love, love, love it because I feel like sharing our stories is such a huge part of us and our business and our mission and what we're here to do. So what's one advice or where do you start with your clients in terms of building that confidence and sharing their stories? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, The very first question I ask my clients, whether I'm working with corporate professionals or business owners is what does success mean to you? Because Mm -hmm. You know, in my in my um, my value prop, I say I help you build success through t- storytelling. But that word success means so many different things to so many different people. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for me, success means serving my clients and having them feel 
confident at the end of our interaction. Um, for another small business owner, success might mean financial success, right? Um, figuring out how to be a better storyteller so I can make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, for let's say a life coach, maybe success means you know getting more clients. Um, whatever it means to you, that's the first question I always ask. And that's how it's going to really, um, the word success is going to take our coaching interaction to the next level. And that's what's going to provide the direction for it. And so to give you an example, I work with a lot of clients who actually want to work on their website, believe it or not, right? They feel (laughs) like they're just, they sign on and they're just like, okay, I'm staring at this blank screen. Now what? And so when it comes to, I'm going to use web design as an example, your website should be a story about you. It should be, you know, how you want people to feel when they come to your website. Do you want them to feel informed? Do you want them to feel inspired, motivated? Sometimes you might want to make them feel, you know, it could be a negative feeling. Like you want them to feel, um, you know, self-reflective or, you know, sad because you can help them overcome those feelings. And so we always figure out, you know, what is your story to help people build success through those channels, through a website, through your social, and then we take it from there. Um, and I just have to add, you know, I've seen so many websites where people, you know, they take these, they take these templates that are created and don't get me wrong. Templates are great, but they take these templates and then they just start typing in what they think everybody else wants to read when they come to a website. And the reason those sites don't typically convert is because you're thinking about what everybody else wants and you're missing putting your own personal story into it. And so when I work with clients, it's really about finding that inner story and then having that reflect the brand and the mission that you want to create. Awesome. I love that. Oh my gosh. So good. So growing up, did you imagine you'd be where you are today? Like, were you always this good at storytelling and, you know, helping others create their, their story and share them online? Okay, I have to, I'm going to get a little vulnerable here because I have to tell you my nickname <laughs> growing up within my family, no joke, was Hollywood. Okay. Oh my gosh. And it's because <laughs> they always joke that, you know, I was the kid who, you know, was always just front and center or I was putting on the show or I was, you know, starting to do dances in large crowds. And I guess a lot of people can look at that and think like, oh, that was the kid who always wanted attention. Mm -hmm. But the way I looked at it was I always wanted to do something that made another person feel good. And so if that meant, you know, dancing in the street at a party to make somebody (laughs) laugh or, you know, standing up to, I don't know, tell a joke or give a speech or whatever it was, it wasn't a matter of like being the center of attention. It was a matter of making somebody feel good. And so... I always knew from a very young age that I wanted to do that within my career. Now, I don't know if I fully knew how I was going to do that, but it was most definitely at the forefront of every career decision Mm -hmm. I've ever made. Um, I I always wanted to make people feel good. And then I always wanted to make people feel successful. Mm -hmm. And so you know, you do that through communications. Um, A a lot of people don't know, you know, back in the corporate world, everything for communications that I focused on is is internal, right? So focusing on employee engagement and culture and all those types of things. But when you have your own business, it's not internal. Everything that you do through your communications is now followers on social media, people you don't even know you're trying to influence and and make feel good through your business. And so it's, it's such a wider net 
Um, but I think, you know, the coaching that I do, um, one-on-one, my courses, my workshops, it, it all stems back to that mission I had when I was a kid, just how can I make people feel good? Um, and so, yeah, I guess, I guess when you asked me the question, like, did I know if I would be here? I, I guess in some way I did. Oh my gosh, I'm getting goosebumps. This is so good. I, I feel like I can relate to this so much in the sense that even me, like growing up, I, I loved it to also make other people laugh or other people smile. So I relate to this so much. Yeah, um, so, it's a good feeling. Yeah, totally. Um, I would like for you to share your favorite success story that you've had with one of your clients or anything that really um, marked you in a big way or impacted you that you would like to share today. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, there's a couple things that come to mind, but I'll be honest, you know, I am, I am a newer business owner. And so while I've done what I do now for a very long time, doing it on my own has been relatively new. You know, I only started this business, you know, back in 2020. And so since then I have been very fortunate to have a couple different clients, but there, you know, there's one experience that comes to mind and it was right at the end of November. And I had a client send me an email and the, I, I can pull it up right now. Like the title of the email, all it said was, I'm grateful for you. And mm-hmm. so I obviously I pulled up the email and I got, I got super emotional reading it because, and I'll tell you what it said in a minute, but it was the first email that truly validated, okay, you're on the right path. You know, you mm-hmm. left this 10-year career to pursue something where you truly are making a difference for someone and this email proves it. And the email just went on to say that, you know, my client was so appreciative of the time that we spent together that during her Thanksgiving dinner, she actually said my name, that she was thankful for me in front of her family and friends. And for somebody to say that they're thankful for me, um, in that kind of environment, you know, it it wasn't a, it wasn't a work day. It was a holiday. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she was thinking about the transformation she had because of something we did together. I mean, that was so validated. I like, I remember I got emotional reading the email. I like read it to my, read it to my mom. I read it to my husband. Like Mm -hmm. it was just validating. And so I think when you can make that kind of difference where somebody is thankful for you, they're grateful for what you can do to them or for them, you know, it just reminds you that you're, you're doing this for a reason and to continue on your pursuit of what you set out to do. Um, and so the, the interaction we had that got that client to that experience was through coaching. And I'll be honest, you know, when I, when I made this career switch, I had to go back and, you know, I got certified as a coach and don't get me wrong. Like there are, there were moments where I'm like, can I, can I really do this? Can I be a powerful coach? And I, I know you probably have had that too. Yes. And so to get that kind of email where somebody says like, you, you changed their life, you changed them for the better. Like it's, it's just so rewarding. And so that's, that's what I think comes to mind. You know, when I think about the the best interaction I've had through this process. Wow. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh. And you make me emotional because it's so true, you know, like, like just getting those little words from our clients and means the world. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, being a coach, there's gosh, what, like millions of coaches in the world. And so getting into this industry, you're like, well, this is such a saturated industry. You know, what's going to make somebody want to work with me or, or how can I get someone results that another coach can. There's a lot of doubt that comes with that. And 
I think you have to, you really just have to put these blinders on and know your value, know your worth, you know, know the mission that you're setting out to achieve. And then when you see that fully come to fruition, it's just, Mm -hmm. there's nothing better. Yes, exactly. I always say, you know, like stay in your own lane and do your own Mm -hmm. thing. Um, You're not here to be compared to anyone. Like everyone is on their different um, path and journeys and it's all okay. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. I just love it so much. For sure. Awesome. So I ask this question to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm really curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Ooh, I love this question, and I knew you were going to ask <laughs> I've listened to your podcast before. Okay, so powerful, it has a lot of, the, the word itself, I just feel like has a lot of meanings. And whatever your personal experiences, you're going to think that this word means something completely different to you. It actually reminds me of a quote. It's, you know, the only thing that we get to share is the information. We don't get to share how people respond to it. Their personal experiences Mm -hmm. do. And so when I say, when you say the word powerful, a lot of things come to mind, but when you say powerful leader, that's somebody who has an ability to make an impact. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when, when I think powerful leader, I think of, you know, leading from the back, right? I am not going to ask my clients to do something that I'm not willing to do myself or that I haven't done myself. Um, I'm not willing to, you know, stay at the front of the line and say, you know, come follow me. It means as a client and coach relationship, I'm going side by side you. And so that to me is more powerful when you can bring somebody along with you for the journey and not lead from the front and pull them from behind. Um, that it's almost like an image that I keep in my mind every time I have a client interaction mm-hmm. that I'm not sitting in front of my client, I'm sitting next to them. And so for me, powerful leadership and being a powerful leader means going with your client on the same journey that they're going through at the same pace they are. Oh my gosh. So powerful. I love it. <laughs> and I love that. I just love that that's part of your brand. I yes. mean, that like I think there's so many women that can relate to that, and the fact that it can be interpreted in so many ways, it's just I I love that that's what you're on a mission to make, you know, make women feel. Ah, uh, thank you so much. It means a lot, and yeah, like it's so like this is something that I say often is like I'm not better than anyone. Like we're all in this together. We're all equal. We're all working towards you know our dreams and goals. So I love when you said the image of being besides your client and not in front, like this is so, so good. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And for some reason, I mean, I've never felt this way and I'm going to just assume that you haven't either, but there's sometimes this, you know, stigma around, okay, I can't support another powerful leader, right? Or a powerful woman Mm -hmm. doing what I do because I don't want the competition or I don't want them to like steal my clients or whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. I find that the more we support each other in this community and the more we uplift other women doing the same thing, like the better we just become. And so I'm also going to add that to my answer that, Mm -hmm. you know, being a powerful leader is all about uplifting and supporting other powerful leaders in your community. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like the people who see everyone as competition, they also have, you know, um, a scarcity mindset and they're afraid that there's not enough. Mm -hmm. But when you understand the law of attraction, abundance, all of that, you know that there's more than enough for everyone to go around. So it's completely a mindset shift. Um, So thank thank you. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that up too. Awesome. This conversation is giving me life. (laughs) 
Oh, thank you good. so much. I'm so glad. I'm like sitting over here smiling as we're going through it. So <laughs> amazing. So do you have, you know, like any last piece of wisdom or anything that's on your heart that you'd like to share with our audience today? I got to make it a good one here. Okay. All right. I, I, might, I might end up sharing two, but I'll try to stick with one. So when I talk about the concept of storytelling a lot, I do get pushback that, okay, that doesn't have a story or not everything needs to be a story. And my best piece of advice is, yes, it does. Everyone and everything has a story. How you tell it is going to look different. How people interpret it is going to look different, Mm -hmm. but you need to tell it. And so I actually, right before this call, I just got off. I was uh, working with a client one-on-one with her website and, you know, we were taking it through it and the advice that I gave to her, and I'm going to come back to websites again. I know I was talking about this before is your website should be a reflection of a conversation that you're having with somebody. And as they are scrolling down through your website, they feel like you are talking to them. Everything has connective tissue and it's just leading them to the next part. If somebody gets halfway through your website and they just stop, they feel like the story has stopped. And so you need to bring them to completion. You need to start out by giving them, you know, something to hold on to, something that hooks them, something that engages them right from the start. And then you need to tell them the things that they're going to know. And then at the end, you need to remind them what action you want them to take. And so I think, again, I just use the website as an example, but whether it's a conversation that you're having, a presentation you're giving, um, social media, Think about how you can use those three components and apply them and you'll find that it has a story. Uh, It has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. And that end is going to always encourage somebody to to do something, to take action, to have more interest in you. There there always has to be that end or somebody is going to do what I just said before. They're going to scroll and they're going to stop and they're going to just feel like your story Mm -hmm. stopped. And if they have that feeling, they're not going to want to continue on. So make them want to continue on. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. The continuity is like so important. So do it. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And like telling a story isn't, you know, once upon a time, like I think everybody thinks of, okay, oh, how am I going to come up with this? like once upon a time story. And it's not, it's just find a feeling, give them the facts and then tell them what they're going to do. And and there's the components of a story. And so it's, it's not difficult once you put it into practice. Um, But the thing is you need to put it into practice. Absolutely. (laughs) And what was the other thing you wanted to share? What we were talking about before with the blinders on, right? I think a lot of times when we're trying to figure out our own story, we have a tendency to pull up people who storytell really well. Or, And I know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest, I've done it before, right? We try to go and make our social media accounts, make our website, make all these things look like someone else's. And what you have to realize is you don't have the same personal experiences as, as that person. You don't have the cha- same challenges or frustrations or life that that person has. So stop trying to reflect that into your own business. If you're going to, you know, look at somebody else's story, take inspiration from it. Sure. Like I've, I look at people's stuff all the time and I'm like, wow, like that mm-hmm. tugged at my heartstrings. Like, what can I think about that's going to make me create something that's going to tug at somebody else's heartstrings. That's what I mean by take inspiration. I, I don't mean, wow, they wrote that really well. So now I'm just going to change a couple words and slap it on my webpage. Um, and so put the blinders on, stay in your lane, do what you said before and write your own story. Don't write, don't rewrite somebody else's. 
so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> good. I'm glad so, it's helpful. Yes. Honestly, thank you so much for all this amazing value you're sharing today. Like this has been amazing. Where can people go to connect with you further online? Absolutely. Um, so a couple different ways uh, you can connect with me. So www.thecorecompany.com is my website and that's core with a K. I'm also on Instagram at the underscore core underscore co again, core with a K. And then I'm also on clubhouse now at the core co, which I am loving by the way, talk about telling stories. Like we get to do that all the time on clubhouse. That's been amazing. And so definitely um, follow me there, connect with me, send me a DM on social media. I love meeting new people. I love talking about this stuff. And so anyway, I can do that. You know, I'm, I'm all for it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for being here, for being so awesome. Um, and yeah, like, let's keep in touch. I'm definitely going to add you on Clubhouse and let's host a room together. <laughs> Absolutely. I am all about that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.